Live from the 215, I'm sure you know it's been a while. Episode 52, I'm here with the 30 case. I'm Geechee Geechee. This is Russell Cave Podcast. What's the deal? What up? You already know what we're working on, bro. It's top secret, top secret. You already, you know what I'm saying? Can't get into that. But what can we get into, Casey? Been away for a while, but yeah. we're back around. We've been making moves, y'all. Yeah, making moves. That's all we'll say. Yeah, so. Um, What's going on, man? How you been? I've been good. No, you know, I mean, I've talked. Gucci locks, you know. I've talked game, to you, you know. I mean, but. You know how I go, man. You showed up. You put somebody in the Gucci lock, man. Yeah, you know how I go, you know. Getting engaged, you know, Gucci surfing, you know. Yeah. You know. You calling plays, you know what I'm saying? You know, working with my guys, my team. That's right, you know. We're growing this thing. Yeah, you know, real life tag team moves going down to me and Casey and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, Ow. high society for real. Yeah, yeah, you know. Even though there's a lot to talk about though it, today, it is. So we can we can let's get, we let's can give right let's it. give a little preview of what everyone can expect from today's show. So if you're, we're gonna have a little bit of everything. We're gonna have a little bit of stomping grounds just happen. I know a lot of people WWE's numbers have been down, but I'll say just as a little preview, I thought stomping grounds was all right. Um, then we got a preview of the new Japan G1. Uh, it's going to be kicking off in Dallas. We're going to talk about who's in um, the blocks, um, little controversies between everybody, um, who we think is going to win. We got tonight, we have Best in the World, Ring of Honor, so we'll preview that. AEW Fighter Fest is tomorrow night, uh, so we'll preview that and see who we think is going to win that. Uh Will Osprey and Seth Rollins, I'm, I'm sure everybody knows about this by now, the Twitter stuff. Uh, I posted a poll in our group, which had people a little divided. Uh, I said, with Rollins taking a little shot at Osprey on Twitter, I want to know who is better right now. I want to. I already know who my vote is, but I'm curious to see what you all think. So we got a lot of votes on that. We got a lot of comments on that. So, And then we'll probably talk about Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff coming back to WWE and taking over Raw and SmackDown. So we got a lot to talk about, Ace. Yeah, let's do it. You want to get into the uh, stats and statistics of Rollins and uh, Will Osprey? You want to talk about that first? Why not? That's, the, right. that's the one so of the we topics. Put, so, obviously, we saw them going back and forth on Twitter. Rollins taking shots, calling Osprey a little guy, saying, we already got one of you. Ricoch- he meant, we got a better version of you, Ricochet, here. Um, but keep 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 trying, kid. Um, Rollins does know that Osprey is actually like, taller than him, right? I'm not sure he knows. They're the same height i think they're both six two he probably was listening to his man uh, and what osprey weighs a little bit more so i'm like oh, yeah. okay yeah, it's, uh, a little, it's a little off yeah. um but the results of our poll 62 percent of the vote will osprey beat seth rollins who only got 38 percent of the vote and we had a lot of comments on this too it was yeah, very divided about, man we're talking about as of today i'm saying as of right now yes yeah. but you can't like just talk about one thing like yes he's the Seth Rollins you can't discredit no matter what he's the WWE Universal Champion he's been the WWE Champion he's been the United States Champion the IC Champion Tag Team Champion it's he's a grand been slam. Triple Crown Grand Slam yeah. um, man's won a Royal Rumble a Money in the Bank uh, he's he, done it all he's done it all so you cannot NXT Champion Ring of Honor Champion um, so the, the the man has done pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, Had a dope gauntlet match. The last dope gauntlet match, but the last three to four years since he's been in WWE, as we've seen, 
people have become less interested. He hasn't really been able to show what he can do consistently. I mean, we've seen it here and there in matches against AJ, matches against, like you said, in that gauntlet match. But we haven't really gotten to see it. See it. You can credit that to you know bad booking or whatever. But at the end of the day, he did a uh, interview with uh, Sports Illustrated a couple of days ago, and he said he's perfectly fine with his position. He's fine with uh, his creative. He's fine with his input and you know and stuff that goes on with Vince. He trusts Vince McMahon. So with all that being said, all you people out there in our comments. Uh, basically saying, you know, well, if he if he wasn't if he didn't have the shackles on, he could do this or that. Well, listen, I agree he, with you. We agree with you on that, but the agree, facts but are it's not it, happening. It's man. not happening, and the facts are he just agreed and admitted that he is happy in his position. He's happy with the creative. He's happy that you know where where he's at, and he he likes and he feels comfortable with his creative. So therefore, I don't want to hear the shackles off because so, he's comfortable where he's at. I think there was like a turning point here. And I'm not even saying that these two guys are the best wrestlers in the world. That's not what no. this debate is at all. No. This debate is not saying these two are the best wrestlers in the world. And it has They're up do, there. They're in the top. It has nothing to do with Ricochet. Yeah, it, it has nothing, nothing to do with Ricochet. With it's accounts. all about these two. <laughs> right. So like, if you look, Seth's 33 now. So seven years ago is when Will Ospreay is now. He's 26. So at, when Rollins was 26, he was in NXT just winning. After he won the FCW title. He was in Ring of Honor, won the Ring of Honor title. Um, I feel like since that point, there's been a little bit of a turning point. You know, he Rollins was really hot when he went into WWE. At one point in 2015, he was ranked number one wrestler by PWI. So mm. that's, that's pretty huge because guys like Okada are holding that spot down now mm. and AJ and guys like that. But I think 2015, 2016 has been that point where we've seen Will kind of take off and become a household name. Because you remember 2016 was that killer fucking match him and Ricochet had yep. at Cork and Hall. Yeah. Uh, that's really when people started to notice him. When and Seth then, was at one of those matches. Yes. In the back. Mm-hmm. Watch him. And then, the little guy. Yes. And then as you see from 2015, Seth has kind of match quality. I'm not going to – I'm not – gonna say every match because obviously in there he's had some good matches uh, i can break down some of them a little bit later as we go through this debate here um but i, I just feel like since that i feel like that was a turning point like 2016 we we've seen will take off and rollins kind of stay the same Would yeah you agree? That, that's when that's when rollins came back from his uh injury correct? correct so he had to wrestle you know a certain different type of style we didn't know if he still can go uh you know, as good as he used to. Exactly. And when he came back, he was, like, in 2017, he was doing a lot of tag matches. He was yeah. taking, and in the, he only had about 15 singles matches, I think, yeah. that year. And they were against, like, Bray and Sheamus, Cesaro, Kane, Jason and Jordan. Once, and he was tag teaming with Ambrose and Jason Jordan. So he was doing a lot of tag teams when he And came once back. he got hot, he had to go back into the shield, and it kind of made him play second fiddle to Roman. Exactly. So that's another reason. He, he kind of got lost in their push of Roman and, t- and then finally, again, they l- they saw what he was and what they always knew he could be. And now they're finally letting him do that again. Now. now, even now, you know, he's facing the competition and which, you know, it's a big uh, controversy between the difference. Is it a difference between go away heat or actually heat in general with Baron Corbin? And a lot of people feel as though Baron Corbin is bringing him down as far as the talent. And then you got John Moxley that left and overshadowing the whole uh, and taking over the whole basically wrestling industry in these last two months. So it's kind of like a tough position to be in. But at the same time, Will Ospreay is 
putting on classic after classic, exactly. damn near. And, and I want to go back to that year again, 2016. Yeah. So Rollins came back. He was doing a lot of the holiday tours. He was taking on Kevin Owens, Jericho, Ambrose, all those guys. And he was, I have stats of 23 and 22, if you include all the holiday tour, like singles matches and stuff like that, non mm-hmm. televised matches. So in 2016, while Rollins was just getting back into it, wrestling Jericho and those guys, Ricochet was taking on Bobby Fish, who he beat um, for the title. Um, he was taking on Jushin Thunder Liger, Bushi, uh, Dave Finley, Skrull, Ricochet, Phoenix, Zack Sabre Jr. He even took on Vader that year. That was when he had his whole Twitter feud with Vader. So that's when his name was really getting brought up, and he was taking on... He even took he took on Matt Riddle in progress. Matt Riddle beat him for the progress championship. Um, Ricochet, again, he had faced Shane Strickland, Mark Haskins. You name it, he was facing everybody who was a name at that point right. on the indie scene. Um and then he kind of got more into Ring of Honor and being more of a staple there and being more in New Japan. And that's when he won uh, the Super Juniors, if you remember. Yeah. For the first time. Right. <laughs> but I felt like that year was kind of a turning point for both of those guys. And since then, Seth was, like you said, kind of lost in the shuffle, tag teaming with everybody. Just for declining, basically. And he was, I wouldn't say declining, I would say plateauing because he yeah. always had the ability and when he was wrestling... He was doing what he could do, but it was not what we all know he's cap- even more capable of. I know me. That makes any to sense. To see where he was at as a heel in the level that he got to, and then they brought him back as a face and then had him cut a heel promo, and then they dropped the ball and put out a heel, uh, put out a, a, a documentary to make you love him, but had him on TV like you hated him. And then when he finally turned face, it was a struggle at first, and he had to he had to catch on. He didn't really catch on until they forced and put him on the cover of, of WWE, which is arguably they should have said it was you know it was other people's years. I can't remember who I can't remember if it was saying it was AJ Styles or somebody else that was more deserving of that cover when he came back. But he kind of like argued that he wanted the spot. They put him on the cover. The burn it down commercial came. The burn it down stick started to happen and he started to get momentum again and that's when it started to be on on the up and up that's why to me it kind of seemed like a decline you know what i mean but he i never argued the fact that he can't go i'm a seth rollins fans i created the term seth to the death uh, i wouldn't be watching wrestling if he's it had some of the seth. biggest moments in wrestling too when he cashed in yeah, the money in the bank against definitely. roman and brock like definitely. i'm not discrediting yeah, him yeah we're not at all it's but just we, like when you talk about match quality, when we get yeah. into it and you hear a lot of people discrediting on the other hand Will Ospreay and saying he's a flavor of the month. Yeah, that's not it. that's an uneducated statement to yeah. say that Will Ospreay is a, is a flavor of the month. You just don't know who he is, and, and you, you don't, don't watch, watch New Japan, and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. No, no I, it's not okay. Well, no, don't. Debate it's okay to see. say that you don't watch it, but yeah. don't try don't debate. to debate it because yeah. I, you know me, you I don't speak on anything I don't watch Thank myself. Thank you. I'll never. Like that's why in these groups I'll post something. And I won't always comment on other people's stuff because yeah. I don't know necessarily all that they're talking about. Do, I don't make do an I, educated. Do I comment on Ring of Honor? Not, not enough. Like when you do watch the events, you do, but you don't watch yeah. a lot of them, so yeah. you and, don't really. And I paid enough money to know that the product is not what it used to be, and it could definitely do a little bit better. But I still don't bring it up. Yeah. Do I talk we'll, about? We'll impact? get into that. Yeah, I'd never talk about impact. No, you never talk about exactly. It. So I can't even get fucking, you to go to a goddamn show, man. Don't fucking debate me on fucking Ring of Honor if you don't watch it. If you're telling me that New will doesn't tell, yeah. Uh, yeah, New Japan. If you're telling me that you don't watch, uh. Uh, or if you're telling me that it's about uh, story, it has no storylines, it's just a bunch of flippy shit, he's the flavor of the month, you, you clearly don't watch Will, it's a lot of stories, some of the, so, the best storytelling in the world has happened. So this is why people think he's flavor of the month, 
So in 2019, everybody's beloved David Dave Meltzer star ratings. This is I'll break down two of their matches. So this is pick and who who's this? 5.75 stars, 5 stars, 5 stars, 4 4.75, 4.75, 4.75, 4.75, 4.75, 4.75, 4.75, 4.5, 4.5, 4.25, 4.25. It goes on from there. Um, that's Will Ospreay in just in 2019, and a lot of that's a G1. But he's taken on Shingo Takagi, which was but, like my match. That of the was year. that was that one. Like Takagi's had some of my favorite matches in this just this year alone because his uh, opening night match against Show was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, this match against Will was phenomenal. Yep. He's been in a lot of good matches himself too, Takagi. So I'm I'm excited about him being in the G1 too. Yep. Um. But he's taken on Takagi, Bandito, Dragon Lee, Bushi, Pac twice, um, Jay White, Bandito again. Uh, he he's taken on El Fantasmo, Robbie Eagles, Taguchi. Which you he name has a it. match coming up. That's all this year. And then he's also yeah. taken on Okada, and um, I already said Bandito, Shingo, all them. But and he got he got Robbie Eagles again, like mm-hmm. coming up. Yep. So like that's and the story that they're telling on um, YouTube for New Japan has been pretty dope, pretty amazing. And and then I pose the question: So if in ring right now, it's Osprey put on two classics days apart from each other, and I and I seriously wanted to know this. It wasn't me being sarcastic. I wanted to know like what is Seth Rollins' best match? I you guess. know what I mean? And, and I said I wanted to know for people who are voting for Seth because like I can count numerous matches that Will Ospreay has had. But they're going to say, come to oh, my because, mind. because he can have the freedom to do whatever. Seth opened his mouth and say he has control. He has control. He, yeah. he feels his creative and he trusts his Vince McMahon. So that, so yeah. So those matches are incredible. And, and the other reason on the other hand of why people are, are saying Will over Rollins right now is because if you look at Rollins, what Rollins is doing right now facing Corbin, Brock, Lashley, and that it was good, was but... Under, that Brock match was underwhelming as yeah. fuck. His match against AJ was phenomenal. It was. He had a couple good matches with The Shield, but again, it's not him one-on-one. It's, it's all of them. So... You haven't really done anything, Seth, in 2019. And it's really? not, like, his no disrespect. fault, and I'm not shitting on him. It's just unfortunate that he can't get... Another thing, what title is more prestigious? The junior... Uh, the junior heavyweight belt that Will is carrying, or is it the universal belt? Because that was a whole nother I mean, conversation. Legacy, legacy wise, you have. Unfortunately, I know a lot of people don't want to hear it. Okay, here, let me break something down for people. Please, please. New Japan is not an independent company. No, they are a promotion in another country that's not in the United States. That doesn't make them independent. And they're selling out. That does not <laughs> so, make them independent. They have a lot of guys that are only contracted to their promotion yeah. that don't go wrestle other places. Yes, they are. In in working with Ring of Honor, they sometimes work with Ring of Honor. That's not like they they're still contracted to New Japan and wrestle for New Japan. Yep, they've been around since the eighties, maybe longer. L- longer than that, and it's it's not. It's just stupid for when I hear that shit. You know what I mean? Even Will Osprey says he's done with the independence. He said he's done with the indies because he wants to focus on New Japan. 
He said it himself. And he won't even wrestle with AEW if they don't cut a deal with New Japan. So exactly. I, I went back and forth with somebody the other day about that, about the whole independent thing. Why, exactly. Why do you think there's there's a thing here where AEW can't work with New Japan right now? Because they're working with Ring of Honor because it's a major fucking promotion. It's not an independent promotion. Yeah. You know what's an independent promotion? Fucking Delaware. Uh, Beyond wrestling, wrestling, yeah. Right? <laughs> Delaware whatever wrestling is funny as shit. I don't know, like... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, know what I, I mean? What like, mean. yeah, that people get it fucked up. People think in their mind that if you're not signed to WWE, you're automatically indies. And that shit pisses me off. Which, for some promotions, yes, it's true. Yeah, but not, but not New, New Japan. Japan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's and not true. And a no belt that, that got booed three years ago when so, it debuted is fucking more, <laughs> more prestigious than a title that's been around since the fucking 80s or 70s. No, the, the lineage and the history is, no, it's completely different. Let alone the match qualities that the current champion is having, uh, especially with the current champion that's yeah. going on now. It's, it's been around since 86, and it has a strong history. I just think the legacy and the amount of years it's been around, you can't just automatically say that the Universal Championship is better because it's in WWE. That doesn't mean anything to me. doesn't mean shit. That's like saying the 24-7 Championship is better than the fucking Junior Heavyweight Championship. No, it's right. not. That's literally what that's like. And it's if people are saying that, if that's their reason because it's in WWE, that's like say, if you try to tell me the 24-fucking-7 Championship is more prestigious than the Junior Heavyweight Championship. I would laugh in those those people's faces. I can, That's kind of like the. I can agree that twenty four seven title is is the best title, right? <laughs> right, the most entertaining title on on WWE. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and look no. at the look at the names of people that have held this title: Sabu, um, Jushin Thunder Liger, uh, the Great Sasuke, uh, Ultimo Dragon, El Samurai, Finn he, Balor, Finn Balor, Tiger Mask, Jado, fuck him, <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. Uh, Taguchi, Tiger Mask, Low Key, you na- like I can go on Marafuji, Prince Devitt, Ibushi, Low Key, Marty, Marty, fucking Bushi, Kushida, Takahashi, Will, Marty, like everybody, oh, Dragon oh, Lee, oh, Ishimori, <laughs> like come on, dog. Kenny of fucking Mega, like stop Kenny it, held. It. If you remember, Kenny yeah. held it for a little yeah. bit. Stop it, just stop me. Kenny I'm held it twice. Me. I killed him with this, this, this. Uh, so fuck WWE off, man. Shit. This WWE mark <laughs> shit gotta stop, man. I'm sorry. And that's what it really is, man. That's really it. Discredit shit just because it's not WWE. And people keep talking about casuals. You wanna know the thing about casuals? Think about casuals. Are- like, I'll say this. I'll yeah. say this. On the other flip side, I will say the WWE, I would say WWE title is more prestigious to me than the junior. Yeah. So I'm not sense. being a fucking hater here on yeah, WWE. Yeah, yeah. But not the right. But the universe no. has been around for like fucking no, no, what? No. Five fucking years? And and every title reign has Three. been like cursed for the most part. So Yeah, yeah. I mean it's been It's been rough. Yeah. We had Finn, which cursed right off cursed. the bat, then Vacant Vacant held it twice. Greatest champ of ever ever probably. Yeah. Brock's held it twice, Roman's held it once, Goldberg once, Kevin Owens once, and now Seth's had it. Brock had it for over five hundred days, so it's like trash. It, it, it was whatever. And the thing about the casuals are, if they if, if they get on, if Goldberg, they yeah. if they fill another product and it's actually good, like AEW is or New Japan, guess what? They're gonna jump ship. It's gonna happen. It's and already happening. And I feel like I have to say something, because I don't know why it's always like, say if I say something good about New Japan or if I say something good about Ring of Honor or AEW, it's like I hate WWE. It's really fucking not. I want WWE to do good. I feel like everybody has made this mission statement because, like, people just fucking think if you talk good about it. I like wrestling. Mm -hmm. Period. That's facts. Period. Casey, Casey, where did you spend the majority of your time uh, WrestleMania weekend? 
I was at WrestleMania. I was at TNA. I was at Evolve. I was at Raw. So I was all over the you fucking place. You go all over the place. You watch any type of wrestling. Yeah. Casey, you watch wrestling. If they got beer I've been, watch wrestling. I've been to NXT. I can run down the fucking shows That's I've been to saying. over the past just two years so, alone. So, I went to fucking Chicago, saw Progress show right. where, the, where the boys were there, the big strong voice, yeah. British strong style. And Riddle was there. Walter was there, like all the guys before they came over. Yeah. I wanted to see him before they made their jump over. Like, and what do you think? Hold, pause on that. So you brought on Riddle. What do you, what do you think about Booker She comments on Riddle? I didn't really see the comments, so I don't. He basically know. said he needs some. He just needs some work. He needs. He needs. Uh, That's fine. Everybody needs work, though. Yeah. Nobody knows everything in wrestling. Like yeah. I'm sorry. Like Riddle's good. Riddle, Riddle's really good, but there's some styles he can't do, and there's probably some styles he's not as good at defending against. So do you, I mean, do and you Booker, think and, a, and I respect Booker yeah. because he trains people in wrestling. Yeah. He has his own school, and it and he his character that he plays on TV is the farthest thing from his actual like wrestling mind. If you ever listen to his podcast or any interviews with him, so I yeah. do respect him. But of course, like it. Everybody needs some work still here and there. I mean, they're still yeah. young. You know what I mean? He's yeah. only been wrestling for three, four years. He was in UFC before that, so yeah, of course. Yeah. Do you think it's? Do you think it's? Uh, it's because of his comments towards uh, Goldberg has anything to do with that? Just him picking on. It could. Just I don't. I mean, I can't speak on yeah. Booker T's perspective from him and what he's saying, but yeah. I could see that sticking up Keep, for his kind of guy, his WCW guy. What is your definition of heat, Casey? My definition of heat would be it doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be bad. It's just anything that can get a rise out of the crowd and get them interested in you, whether it is a good way or it's a bad way. Something that just you get the crowd invested, whether they're booing you out of the fucking building, um, not because of just your presence, but because of what you're saying um, or doing. But I just think any... Anything that can get a rise out of the fans and get them invested in you, whether it's positive or negative. So, who would you say is the biggest hill right here, right now? In wrestling? In WWE. In WWE? I would have to say Daniel Bryan. That's interesting. Daniel Bryan can get his own hometown to boo him, but at the same time, they're cheering his name, too. You know what I mean? Daniel Bryan can get people invested in him, whether he's a face and has everyone in the fucking building chanting yes 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 everyone basically putting him in a wrestlemania match that he was never planned to be in whereas now even on the opposite side where he was a heel putting the belt on him because he's such a good fucking heel and they put the tag team titles on him because they know how much money he draws and how good he is and what he says on the mic he he's that heel that what he says is true and that's why you hate him because you're like because you don't want to believe it you know what i mean this whole recycling thing it's like yeah 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 fuck you man we know we know we don't want to do that though we don't want to recycle no right. it's like he's he's making you feel bad about yourself and you know it's true but you hate him for it you know what i mean now who's number two on your list as far in, as in wwe wwe is it shane or is it baron I would I would put them both right there because Shane is getting to the point where it's kind of getting where no one even wants him to be there anymore. <laughs> like where Baron is? <laughs> I, 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 I'm the other way with Baron. Baron's not that bad with me. Yeah. So Shane's just getting overexposed. It's kind of getting pretty bad where if you, if, if you were talent in the locker room and Shane is getting all this TV and all this push, would you – and he – not even quote unquote a wrestler. Would you feel some type of way about that? 
do you think that will fuck up? Because I hear there's a lot of uh, backstage morale that's down. Do you think that could be one of the issues? If I was a guy like Andrade or if I was a guy like Finn Balor, I would be kind of pissed. Because they have put on phenomenal matches. Fucking Finn was a former Universal Champion. Um Andrade is probably one of the most rising stars they have, in my opinion. He could be a superstar if they would let him be. I don't know what they're waiting for, to be honest with you. He has the looks. He's got the charisma. Zelina with him on the mic. I mean, he doesn't really need to talk that much. He's a good-looking guy. He can back it up in the ring. We saw his five-star match against uh, Johnny in NXT TakeOver. We've seen him put on really good matches with Ray on SmackDown repeatedly. Uh, I just him even him and Finn have had a couple good matches, so I don't really know. If I was those type of guys, I'd be a little pissed. Maybe not, not maybe not pissed, but I'd be like, well, why am why is he getting all this? And I've been here working my ass off. I'm here every night. Yeah. It's, it's, sp- speaking of that, um, Alistair Black, someone has finally answered the door for Alistair. Who do you think that person is? Shh, it's the best kept secret. Buddy Murphy. You think so? I I do think so. I think they're gonna try to like, oh, do what they did before, because they were tearing shit up. They've been yeah, I was gonna say apparently they've been working together. I think that what they're gonna try to do is build both of them at the same time. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they Buddy's been off TV so long, but maybe this is why. Who else been off TV while we're on the topic? Just 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 in general. A lot of fucking people. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, right? Until recently, Nakamura. Yeah. Uh, Rusev, but I heard Rusev asked for time off. So, yeah. until recently, the club. <laughs> yeah. Asuka. Asuka and Kyrie still. Kyrie. I thought they were supposed to have a match with the Iconics months ago. <laughs> like a month ago. The title reign is trash. Yeah. Um, who else has been? They're there? entertaining. Been going? Uh, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of people going. It's Spe- fucking crazy. I would like to get into... Look, let's jump all... Do you want to stick with WWE or you want to jump all over the place a little bit? We can do whatever the fuck we want, Casey. We're right. back. You didn't watch any of Stomping Grounds, right? Um, No. Uh, I, I, I just, did, and I thought the entire pay-per-view was good. I thought they lost a lot of people in the last two matches, though. Surprisingly, like, the, the matches before... I, I went into it with, with no interest at all, to be honest with you. That's how you had to watch WWE like, at this point. Well, no, even more than, like, usual. Like, I had no interest. <laughs> because there was no build... The matches were were, re, were rematches of the last three months of TV, of WrestleMania, of the Super Showdown, like yeah. of all these other pay-per-views we've just seen. So the only match I was really looking forward to was Ricochet and Samoa Joe, and that delivered, didn't disappoint there. Ricochet won, and he 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 really got beat up in that match, and I, and I liked it. And I, and I liked... So the next night, I know a lot of people, including you, were bitching that he lost to AJ. Yes. I don't think it was as bad as people are, are saying because... They they could have done a better job of telling the story, but if you listen in commentary, they did like mention how Samojo really beat him up. They should have mentioned it a lot more if you really want to tell that story and if that's why AJ's beating him. But I think they also were doing that to set up a match for Extreme Rules. The thing so, that really the thing that really pissed me off was the fact that the matter is for one, you know, it's like all right, we have WrestleCade, right? We have Trap, we have other wrestling things going on. We're not going to speak about. These are all separate brands. It's our job to get all these brands over. Yeah. 
So why do y'all announce that Ricochet uh, won his first gold when he was? The You're not the only champion? one mad at this. I'm kind of mad about it too. See what I'm saying? Which is which is the Velveteen Dream is holding it right well, now? I think I think what they mean by this because sometimes they do say it, but I feel like they're thinking of it like NXT, and then when they say WWE, they mean Raw and SmackDown. That's what I feel like they mean, but it's still like I don't know. It's just, it's just not, they're counter- not going to win either way. I don't. It think. just counters what they accomplished. Because they can't say on the main roster, like you know what I mean. His first title on the main roster. I mean, they could they they could word it better, like his first title since joining Raw. Exactly, like That's something all like t- that. All it takes, but to discredit. But I, I think what they're trying to go with is like WWE Raw and SmackDown because they can't say main roster, like you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just to the it's point. Being called up. Yeah, it's just it sounds bad. It sounds bad, and it just sounds like you know you're discrediting like that title that actually you know means something. It means yeah. a lot on the hottest brand in, in, in NXT. So you know y'all made it a thing where y'all announced Oscar's reign. Y'all made it a thing where you announced Finn as reign, and then you bring now up you the have, four horsewomen all the time. You bring up the four horsewomen all the time, and it's just like now you we get the ricochet, and you just say, oh, he's you know he wins his first WWE gold. Yeah. But you know, like uh, you know, SP3 always says, you know, uh, NXT is not it's not a company. You know, it's a brand it's under WWE. WWE. Yeah. So when you say, don't I don't disagree with any of that. So when you say, oh, you know, so that pissed me off. And then the fact that the matter is, you know, um, I I remember uh, uh, Todd Dellinger um, basically was saying that you know credibility. You know, even when you lose, you know, the credibility. So my thing is just like you know, if you beat Samoa Joe and then you beat AJ Styles the night before, you have you have a, a certain amount of credibility to go with that, to go with, to go with being champion. I've never been a fan of uh, champions losing, especially when they first get the title. You call me old school, whatever, but when I used to watch Rock, when I used to watch Triple H, when I used to watch Austin back in the day, they weren't taking L's like that. And if so, it would have made it actually would have made more sense if the club stayed out there and cost Ricochet the match. And yeah, why can we not? Because do that's that? more the shit that we would be. Doing and I was going to get and I was going to get get to that also. It's we'll like, get to what that. the fuck are they doing? I just want to wrap this up with stomping yeah. ground. So Becky versus uh, Lacey. Becky beat her with the disarmor. It wasn't a bad match. It wasn't like, bad. It's a little, but like, a little sloppy. It, it's Becky. I didn't notice I did it until that. somebody called it out that she was like basically calling the match. She Lacey was. And because like Lacey was like, fucking. Lacey's still really green. Exactly. She's still really green. Like, yeah. But she's doing she's doing all right. But like this, she shouldn't be thrust she's into this. Good she shouldn't work. be thrust. Yeah, yeah. She but definitely is. Like this shit. little part she had when she takes out the. The handkerchief and is like wiping her sweat off it. and then tries to put it in Becky's mouth and work. Becky turns around and puts it in her mouth. Like, that's great. Like, she does little things that yeah. other people don't do anymore. I love the hill work. But but she still needs work. Still needs work. Yeah. You can't be calling out fucking magic exposing the business. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn was fucking against the New Day. It was really good. Really yeah. Good they, they were on holding back. It seems like Kevin wanted to do some shit. He came out and hit like three super kicks. Yeah. It was, they, they, were they, they started off really good. I don't, I don't yeah. think they were holding back that much. No, they no, were, no. They no, were no, doing. They, they didn't slow pace. None of that. They got right, got nah, right yeah. to it. Yeah, that's all. Well, you he don't took, see that. He like took that. out Big E, and then they just started pounding on Xavier Woods. Super yeah. kick, super kick, blue thunder bomb. Yeah, uh, Senton, frog, frog splash. All those. Got I like the counts. fact that the matches didn't seem like the matches I did see. They weren't drawn out. Yeah. It was boom, 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 boom. Yo, even all right. So and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn won that one. I hope. Here's my hope. New day. Yes, awesome. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, start calling them a fucking tag team. Because you're not doing anything with them as as uh, singles. And they're losing every time they're singles. So let them be a tag team. Be in the tag team division and fucking win. Yeah, build your tag teams up. Give them credibility, your favorite yes, word. word. Then you don't have to have 
four guys keep going back and forth from Raw to SmackDown every fucking week. Anyway, because yeah. the, ne- the next match was actually pretty damn good. The, the world, the people's, <laughs> what is it, the world's tag team champions, the planet's tag team champions, Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan, had a, actually a pretty damn good match with Heavy Machinery. And they got over even. And you know I'm not a big fan, but two nights in a row, Heavy Machinery did really, really good work. Yeah. Three nights in a row. Weren't they on Raw, too, in that eight-man I'm, tag? I'm not you, don't know. you don't know. You don't know. I'm pretty sure they were because there was an eight-man tag on, on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and Heavy Machinery has been doing their thing. It's because they're featuring Otis a lot. Um, and Tucker's been doing a lot of high-flying stuff. Like he did a uh, a splash onto the outside. And then he did a, a, a moonsault that um, Daniel Bryan rolled out of the way of. Uh, but they were doing really good at showcasing spots yeah. for these guys. And, and that's how you do it. They got credibility in losing. And then even Bailey and Alexa Bliss was really good. I don't mind that they're going to have a rematch. I don't mind that. I didn't watch it. They, they, their match was pretty good. Uh, even Roman and Drew was good, but like I, I, I don't think Roman should be beating Drew like twice. Here we go. We're just credibility. Drew. Yeah, yeah, credibility. You uh, want to keep the hill shit going on? Because then it doesn't really – because then you have a even more – because, all right, let's say Drew beats Roman, right? Then the next night on Raw makes more sense that The Undertaker shows up. Yeah. Because Roman beat Drew already. So, like, two on one, he don't really need the Undertaker because he knows he could beat Drew. He knows fuck? he could beat Shane, too. Shane's why, only why winning with help. Why is Undertaker showing up again? And, well, yeah, and Besides ticket sales? And why is Undertaker showing up to help a guy who should have retired him pretty yeah, much? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm confused with that. And that's where, and that's where credibility and logic uh, lies. And if you're looking for searching for logic in WWE, you're not going to get it. So, I just give up on that. So, that's why, you know, I, I had to call it a space bait. But... Back to the word about the the the, uh, the credibility thing, like you said, uh, you know, with Rick, I, I was I was I was upset about that. Um, as far as why, uh, you know, uh, I don't even know where AJ came from, why why he was even facing Ricochet, and AJ really didn't need. Oh, that well, one. he I'll tell you why he was facing him. So after Ricochet won the match, they did a backstage thing with AJ in the club, and it was actually pretty cool because Ricochet was doing like the pictures, like taking pictures with the title and everything. And then the club walked up to him and like tried to too sweet him, and he like didn't too sweet him. And then AJ was like, "I'll see you tomorrow night." And then they walked out, and then they made the match. And you didn't make him lose clean instead of bringing. I like that they put that in the fucking main event though, because no, because like they've been putting shitty matches. Let's be real, they haven't been putting. On I'm good not main mad event at that for for months now. I'm mad that you made it a for thing with now. the club, and then the club wasn't out there to get involved. And they it, were out there, and then they kicked them out, and they kicked them but out. But then I, I, that's. Another story for yeah. another time. I think they should have kept that. But then, all right, last two things. This is where I thought they lost a little bit was Kofi and Dolph. Kofi won by like, jumping out of the cage, like literally jumping out of the cage, which I thought was good. Um, and then Seth versus Corbin, I mean, too many thi- It was pretty drawn out with Lacey. It was too drawn out for me. Mm-hmm. Like, do a couple things, but like she just kept going and going and going and going. And I don't really like the whole Seth and Becky thing. I don't either. It seems weird. It seems it, like it's they're cringing. It's cringing. It's cringing for me. Because what if they break up like two months from now? They're going to look back and be like, oh, I don't want to fucking look back at that shit. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't understand it. I don't really like that. I think though. they think that people want it, and that's, and that's not what we want. Well, I'm hoping that these guys they're bringing in, good segue here, Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff, can uh, hopefully I don't know if steer I got, us away from that a little bit. I don't know uh, if I have that much faith in Eric Bischoff, but I'm going to be optimistic about it. I have faith in Paul because Paul's been working with, with Paul. Brock. He's already been working with Heyman. Apparently he's been – or with Ronda. Apparently he's been doing Alistair's stuff too. Um, so Paul's at least there all the time doing all this stuff. Bischoff even has said he doesn't really – he hasn't watched it 
he keeps up with it like through reading it and stuff, but he doesn't watch Aaron it. Aaron Fox is not too happy with that or the ratings or the numbers. Yeah, I would have put I, I and I'm sure they had a guy right under their nose, Triple H. Duh. Who needs it more right now, SmackDown or NXT? Who really needs Triple H more right now? Fucking SmackDown. Exactly. They need Triple H on Raw. Triple H has all his guys down there that can run it for him while he's away. Triple H needs to handle everything. Yeah. Period. Triple H can run fucking SmackDown. And Raw. And Raw. And NXT. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm interested, though, to see Paul because when Paul was running SmackDown back in the day, it was really good. Yeah. Like, that's when you had the SmackDown 6. Like, all those guys back then. Like, and he was a commentator at the same time, too. So he could also sit there and tell the story that he's also writing. He could tell the story that he wants to portray. Mm-hmm. Whereas you have to rely on Vince and three other freaking people to hopefully get what you're talking about. And meanwhile, it's not matching up to what's going on in the ring. I think now... I'm I'm just hopeful that it's it's different. You know what I mean? I'm glad they're trying different things, whether it be the commercial break stuff, or the wrestling in between the commercial breaks, the two out of three falls, the elimination matches, the you name it right now. I'm I'm at least they're trying something different, which they haven't done for years, which is good. You know what I mean? They're 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 trying. I don't know how you feel about these two out of three elimination wrestling, like between the commercial break stuff. I'm just happy they're trying stuff that's different. Here's the thing. That's all I'm happy about. I don't like it. I don't either, but. I'm going to tell you why. Somebody was there and they were were wrestling and then they stopped. Yeah. And then like, and then when they came back, somebody came out. I forget who they say came out. And then when the commercial came back, they started fighting again. Like, come on. Well, yeah, Kevin Owens and the Revival and people have been cutting promos during commercial breaks in between the matches and stuff like that. It's just awkward. Like, you, do, you don't need – like, here's the thing. Just don't have a five-minute entrance and then go right to a commercial as soon as the match starts. How about do the entrances during the fucking commercials? Or – or fucking when when wrestlers are have a spot where they're down and they're out and they're trying to gather. Themselves. Don't go to a commercial. Yeah, vice versa. Or and when you do go to a commercial, don't have them pause. Don't have them stop what they're yeah. doing because that's what happened. Someone was there and said the match is going on. They stopped and everybody was like, well, "What the fuck is going on?" And then that's when they went to the commercial. And then when the commercial came back, they started fighting again. That's not stand, real. I can't stand that. That's not... Have them continue doing what they're doing. Period. I, like, I don't... I don't Work out a it. deal where some parts of the night you get 20... Oh, what happened to the split screen? No, how about... how about Because Raw's three hours, right? Work out a deal with you where USA where at like two points in the night you have 25 minutes so you can put two crew, two, a tag team match for 25 minutes. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Work out yeah. a deal with them, where and then a commercial break the next time will be longer. Like yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Exactly, it's super easy. Like I, I mean, Change I'm sure, I'm sure it's matches. harder than that. Like we're to negotiate something like that, but like try that. I or don't know. cut matches shorter and give people, you know, give people slots, and then we can go to a backstage segment and go to, go to another match or whatever. The two out of three falls is okay if there's a point to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Kofi and Dolph was there's kind of a point to it. They've wrestled so many times, but then you have. Elias and Miz, two out of three. If you put two on the same night and one makes no sense, we're just doing it for commercial reasons and everyone knows that, that's, you can't do that. It, make, it looks bad and everyone knows that. It breaks up the continuity of the show, the momentum that you have riding. Yeah. And like you said, for people there, it's probably really it's weird. You don't know what's fuck. going on. It's a mindfuck. Um, another thing I, w- I would add to that is um, 
I feel like you should do the split screen. Whatever happened to the split screen thing where the commercial was going on, and but they you can still see SmackDown. Why not do it on Raw? It makes no sense. I don't sense. know why either. They got three hours. Just they do can it do, it, do it for two of the matches. Do it on Raw. Like, it's not that serious. And, and, but instead, well, you that's make the thing. Because, like, every match doesn't need to be t- 10, 20 minutes. But, like, if you have women coming out and their entrances are longer than their match, you're doing something wrong. You know what I mean? If you have nine minutes in between commercial to commercial, have them come out before when you're doing a commercial. Like the people have seen it enough. We don't need to see them come out every time. You know, do you really need to see Naomi's entrance every time? Do you really need to see Finn Balor's entrance every single time? It's for the people there. The people there want, want, they go there to see that. You know what I mean? If I'm seeing it every week on TV, I, I don't need to see it every week on TV. So break that up a little bit. Have that happen during the commercials. That way you're not, Standing around and having people confused during a commercial break, and every match doesn't need to be ten minutes long. Yeah. God, you you have the most talented roster you've ever had. Yeah, listen, Vince is Vince is only concerned about one thing. It's it's not Raw SmackDown. So yeah. that's just clearly. Um, what are your feelings? So you, I, I'm I'm with you on Bischoff. I I don't know how to feel. The one thing I will say is he has always tried to be different. He has a lot of good things he did, but at the same time, he has a hell of a lot of bad things. I'm indifferent did. with that, yeah. but I'm I'm open to hearing what's going on, and then if it's something that I will pick up and start watching again, I will start watching again. But there's nothing on there right now that makes me watch the product other than it's just, Bray Wyatt, and I want to get into uh, that with you right here, right now. Let's break down as he has the white gym shirt on. Let's break down let's pull up our pants. All of the uh, let's do the muscle man dance right now. Let's just break down <laughs> all of all of the uh all the vignettes they were shooting. Okay. From the beginning. And then I'll get into my theory later. Um uh, what were your first issue, uh first initial reaction to uh the Bray Wyatt I loved showed it. Up? I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I thought I it was exactly what he needed was something different. It's him. It's clearly something that he created and has been working on for a while, I think. Um, it's a lot of stuff that he's tying in for people who have been paying attention. You know what I mean? The house burning down, the buzzard, Abigail the witch, rambling rabbits, like different incarnations of himself. You know, I love like how for he did all it. the people that have been watching, he's actually giving us a reason to have been a reason to have watched. And all struggle through all wrong. that shit. All we can actually break bad. it down now. Yeah, all the shit that went wrong. So that's why I love it. Bad. And then his cryptid tweets that he was doing on top of that. Uh-huh. What was your initial reaction when he first showed, I guess, it was the Finn? The, the, uh, the Fiend. The Fiend. The Fiend. Uh, I was just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, they shit? let that shit happen, right? I like that. The it, mask though. is amazing. Because it is like, there's so many ways you, like, if you think about it, is it in his mind? Is the Fiend his alter ego? Is all this really happening? Like, is it only a certain time where he can become the fiend? Is he the fiend in his mind? Is he the is he really gonna wrestle as the fiend? Is he gonna wrestle as fucking Mister Rogers? Like, what's he gonna do? There's so many unanswered questions. And he said the key, and that's is, why I like it. his real name, Windrum. That's the key to to it all. So we don't even know. Yeah. And to even now see, uh, once he left the uh the fun house, and you see the uh the different dolls in the back, whether it's on SmackDown or it's on Raw. It, yeah, yeah. It, Mercy it show very, up, Abigail. The it's pig. it's kind of it's very very great how they how they telling this story, and and you know he made his debut uh July eighth, and you know July eighth is coming up, and that's a Monday. So Ooh. I'm thinking that would be big. I'm thinking he's showing up. That would be big. And he's coming back. But he has to come back as... The Fiend. He has to come back as The Fiend. He should always wrestle as The Fiend. 
I hope that – well, now with Heyman, hopefully Heyman can come up with something good for him to debut as. He was always good at writing people in to debut in good spots. Me personally, Back in the day, I want to see him. I will. I want to see him knock on Alice's door. I would. I would like that too. That would be really interesting. But I don't know. Who do you think he feuds with first? You. You go outside. With of, outside of Alistair? There's a couple of reasons why I think Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy tweeted out "knock knock," and then WWE put out a poll of who do you think answered the call, and there were four. It was like Randy Orton, Big Show, someone else, someone else, and Buddy Murphy. So I was like, oh, they're acknowledging Buddy Murphy's on the roster. It's Buddy Murphy. That's why I picked Buddy Murphy. And then Buddy Murphy he tweeted before knock, he knock. before he got on the uh, before he was on television before he had a run with the cruiserweight title. Him and him and uh, Alistair were tearing it up um, yeah. down at NXT uh, house shows. So uh, that's definitely um, he's definitely high on my list. He probably is who, who is the one that knocked on the door. But the way the door knock was, how aggressive it was, it made me feel as though it could be Bray Wyatt. I hope it's I hope it's somebody good. Because if it is Buddy, I know that they can put on classics. In the I would ring. love to if see Bray, the promos between those exactly, two go yep. back and forth and yep. how they could tell that story and how he walks around with demons on his back and then Bray has demons in his mind. But they're now not even – it's not even a question if it's in his mind because they left there and they actually are seen and, and on SmackDown and on Raw. So now it's it's reality now. So now the, the Fiend is, is, is in uh, – I keep saying the Fiend is a Fiend. The Fiend. The Fiend. I keep fucking up. I got to start watching The Fiend again. Uh, the Fiend, is is he just like the other characters? Can he can he appear on Raw and SmackDown? No, that, that is the question that you know I have. And whew, I can't wait until the 8th. I might, I guess I might come, actually watch. He can come back whenever, wherever, do whatever he wants. Yeah, he's the hottest thing. And that's how you build um, a superstar. He's the hottest thing outside of R-Truth and the 24-7 title. It's the hottest thing on Raw right now. He hasn't been in the ring in I don't know how long. It's been quite some time. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to get out of WWE and get into uh, yes. some other stuff here? Yeah. Let's go in order here. Where you want to break down AEW Fighter Fest that will be tomorrow? Yes. All right. <clears throat> it's tomorrow. <sighs> Did you see that vignette? Of, uh, Which one? I've watched them all. So. With, with John Mox and uh, Joey Janela. How, how he was just hearing Joey Janela. He was getting pissed off. Oh, it was so fucking good. Oh yeah, so good how they how they shoot their how they shoot shit and how they do things, tell their stories. Um, what do you feel about uh, why we talking about John Mox? What do you feel about uh, Seth Rollins' comments towards John? Uh, John, as far as he took his ball, went home. He's wearing his his uh, his, his his big uh, big pants now. He's being a big man, big guy now. He is being a big man now. He's a bigger name than he's gonna. He, who whose name blew up Twitter by going to AEW? You know, Arby's just put a John Moxley a post about John Moxley. Like who's fucking changing, helping AEW change the world? John Moxley. I, I, say what you want, Seth. They're ch- they're doing something. You got your company is not, and that's generating buzz. And he almost fucking died, and he's done everything that was given to him. So for you yeah. to say that he took his ball and went home like he's fucking Austin, and he want he didn't want to lose. He the tried. Bra- he did it the right like, way. Yeah. He wrote out his contract. Yeah. He so tried. That's, that's bullshit. He didn't. He did leave, and he left on his terms. What's Damn. wrong with that? Damn. There's nothing wrong he with that. He didn't take his ball home. He exactly. just went elsewhere and became a yeah. bigger fucking name. He did what anyone else would do. He didn't like his job, so he went and got another job. Yeah. And he didn't shit on the business. What, what, what? He told his story from a perspective. <laughs> when that, you go get another yeah. job, you look for a better job that's going to let you personally grow. That's yeah. what he did. And he didn't. I don't feel like he shit on the business. I no. feel like he kept it all the way 100 as far as creative is concerned. Yeah. 
but he also put the business over and said that if it wasn't for that place, he wouldn't have met his wife and experienced all the things he experienced. So I don't understand. But, you know, I guess it's a little bittersweet moment for Seth. You know what I mean? So, yeah. All right. Are you ready to break this down? Yeah. AEW Fighter Fest taking place June 29th this Saturday. I'm going to have to watch it later because I will be at the Ring of Honor tapings in Philadelphia. Uh, but it's taking place from T- Daytona Beach, um, Florida, and it will be broadcasting on the Bleacher Report. So it is AEW and CEO, which is a gaming company, the Community Effort Orlando fighting game event. Um, so in the pre-show, we'll just get right to it. Alex Jabaley is the guy who started CEO, and he's going to be taking on Michael Nakazawa in a hardcore match. What do you think about this? Uh, I think Michael's going over. Yeah? Yeah. I, I think, think so, too. I think it would be a little you know, weird for the, the person the CEO actually wins. Open I match. think they're going to put on a good match, though, because yeah. – You've seen, you've watched the little the stuff on YouTube. Right? Yeah, how they were supposed to have a match, and he supposedly, Jabali when he was training got hurt and didn't get to. Yeah. he did the match anyway, but didn't get to do everything like he trained yeah. for. So he's he wanted to do it again, and like really show what he could do. Yeah, I don't think any person that's not an established wrestler should be an established wrestler. Me personally, yeah, under any circumstances. So even when he loses, if they put on a good match, he'll still get over. Yeah, and it's he's with a guy that he's worked with before, and a guy that Kenny respects and would put him with that guy. So mm-hmm. this is going to be on the pre-show or the buy-in again, as they're calling it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Nakazawa. You going with Nakazawa as well? Yeah. All right. So we got two other pre-show or buy-in matches. Um, number one is going to be Kylie Ray, Smiley Kylie Ray against Leva Bates with Peter Avalon, so the two librarians. So she'll be taking on the librarian, Leva Bates. I'm going to go with Kylie in this one. Kylie lost the uh, the Fatal 4-Way. Uh, I think she is one of those girls that they're going to be really be pushing. I think Leva is in the librarian role, a little bit more of a comedy role for them right now, not to say that she's not going to eventually break out of that, which I do think... Um, those two are going to eventually be a tag team, and they're going to do some mixed stuff with AEW. That's my prediction. Um, but I'm thinking they really want to push Kylie, so I'm going. With yeah, she's basically supposed to be the real Bailey, right? That's what that's, that's what <laughs> yeah. Cody, Cody was pushing. Um, yeah, so I'll go with her uh, also. How did you feel about her performance the first night, the first show, um, Double or Nothing? I like it. I feel like it, they got a little overshadowed by, uh, you know, the finish. Not only the, the oh, uh, that was of the six minutes, six the uh, uh, awesome con, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, they they all had a good showing. But I mean, you, I mean, when you when you look at the women's division, you already know, like, you already know that Britt Breaker is 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 the girl that they that they're running with. So, yeah, she's she's dope, she's though. one she's of them. Dope. I think Kylie's gonna be right there with them too. Yeah, I, for sure. I think it's, and let's not forget that eventually we're gonna get Brandy mixing herself yeah. in there. But Those, you know the real feud that's gonna happen. What? Brandy and Sasha. Brandy and Sasha. Yeah. Well, they got. Don't, don't forget Yuka Sakazaki, Sakazaki, who's like the yeah. magic girl. I yeah, really liked her. Fuck. And then Rio is the other one yeah, I really like too. And they're, they're both going to have a match too. Yeah, they're um, dope. But you going with Kylie as well? I think their their women's division is very solid. Their um, women's division is really good. Yeah, it's definitely good. From they're what I've seen different. so far, yeah. they're all different. So that's something awesome. You going with Kylie though? Yeah, I'm yeah. Writing these down. I don't know yeah. what we're gonna do, but we're gonna do something with these eventually someday. Yeah. So. We have, I like this. So they announced that they're going to, during their, when they go on TNT, that they're going to do an AEW World Tag Team Championship tournament. Say it again. They're going to do an AEW World Tag Team Championship tournament. Why is tournaments great, Casey? Because they allow people to showcase their skills. They allow um, people that you wouldn't know, be 
get to take on someone of much higher stature, uh, like private party taking on the young bucks, let's say something like that. And they make shit feel more important. You have just like in in you have the underdog story. You have a, guys like maybe private party. They're going to be ranked low, maybe. Maybe they win this match and then they get a first round bye, and then they get they they automatically have an edge on people. You know what I mean? So it's the best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Barreto, taking on SoCal and Censored, Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian, taking on Private Party of Mark Quinn, right? Is, his, is that his name Mark, Qu- Mark Quinn or Mark Queen? I think it's Quinn. Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy. So I'm the winner of this party. gets the first round bye. I'm going to say Private Party. SoCal so can't win at all. Maybe best friends. It's between best friends and, and, and private party. If I'm private party, I'll say put them over. Give them a nice little debut. They feel good me uh, on, on this free uh, televised uh, you know, show that they have. So I'll, I'll go with private party. Well, I would too because party I think because if, if you read it, it says winners advance to all out for an opportunity at a first round buy. Yeah. So whoever wins this will face someone else clearly for a first round yeah. buy. So I, I think it would be smart to. That private party because a lot of people don't know these guys. Exactly, a lot of people are like, "Oh, they're gonna book their friends to win." Although best friends, they showed what they can do too. So I, I, I'm gonna go with best friends here. You going private party? I'm gonna go with private party because nothing wrong with a private party on Daytona Beach, baby. I'm going with uh, best friends just because I, I don't think they're ultimately gonna get that first round by, but I think whoever they face eventually could. Um, but I think it would be interesting to see, though, because SoCal and Censored is going to be featured just about everywhere. And <laughs> I feel like because they're already, again, Christopher Daniels is fighting Shima later. So you got Private Party. I'm going Best Friends because I love Chucky. You want to know Trump. my favorite tag team? And uh, obviously outside of the Young Bucks. Lucha Brothers. They're dope, too. <laughs> I love the Dark Order. Yeah. I I'm hope they show up, them. too. I'm fucking with them. They might get that first round by, dude. I'm fucking with them. All right. So, let's get to the card now. Yuka Sakazaki versus Riho versus Nyla Rose in a triple threat match. Who you got? Yuka You got the magic girl going over? I'm going with Riho. Because I really like the Chisol. I think she's really young. I think, if I'm not mistaken, she's only like 20, 19, something like that. So... I really liked what I saw out of both of those girls in that six-man match. And Nyla Rose is just a beast. But, again, I think she might be at a disadvantage with the numbers game here because they can take her out and then focus on having more of a one-on-one match and getting the win themselves. I think that might have been what also cost Nyla in the first match. So I'm going with Rijo. Christopher Daniels versus Shima. Interesting. Shima. Ah, you on you on the same match you on the same uh, page as me. Listen, it's, it's master versus the teacher. Yeah. Master got to whoop that ass. Got to whoop my... that ass. Because what? SoCal won. At... SoCal won like everything. Well, SoCal won at uh, double or nothing. They never, they're undefeated. So I feel like in a singles match, I feel like Chris Daniels has even said he's been doing a lot of singles matches. So he has to get back. Or a lot of tag team matches lately. So he has to get back to singles competition. Keywords. So I think Shima's going to get the upper hand on him. And I really think they want to showcase him, too, because they've talked about how much of a legend he is and how much pe- how respect he is, and people in the U.S. don't even really know. Listen, when you put over someone and it's with meaning, with purpose, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And you got to listen to key words that they, be, that, that they say. He's been tagging, so, you know, 
He's probably he's probably used to tagging. He's probably not used to going to singles right now. Meanwhile, he's been doing singles matches, and he's the, he's the teacher first place. So yeah, I'm gonna go. All right, Adam Page versus Jimmy Havoc versus Jungle Boy versus MJF. I love match. this man. I love each and every one. I of think them. this is gonna steal the show. I fucking love each and every one of them. You know, I'm a big, I'm a big fan, Jungle Boy. I'm a big fan of, of Hangman Page. Hangman's actually over there somewhere. Uh, I love MJF. I think MJF is the best promo in WWE, uh, WWE in the uh, in the world today. Um, Jungle Boy is doing his thing. Him and Luchasaurus are really, Luchasaurus. really. I think. Awesome. Oh my God! They, they put them in the tag division. I, I was just gonna say, put them in the tag division. Oh eventually, my God, best tag division in the world. Um, but yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm going to go MJF on this one. you going MJF? I'm going with Jungle Boy. That would be a good feel good I feel like Adam doesn't need to win. He's already in that championship match. You don't. It's, it's not a singles match, so he doesn't have to get pinned. Yeah. Um, I think MJF mouthing off too much. I, I think Jungle Boy is going to maybe have a little help from Luchasaurus maybe in this match. Maybe use his quickness to get up on somebody and kind of opportunistically roll somebody up. You're so get fucking a win. dope. So I'm going to go with Jungle Boy. Because I feel like that's another guy that they really want to push. I don't disagree with you with MJF at all, but I think like if he loses this match, he has an excuse. Let's say Jungle Boy pins Jimmy Havoc. MJF has an excuse to bitch about it because he never lost and all that stuff. So I, I feel like... All right, I'm going to go with Jungle. No, nah, you, you could stay. You could stay with MJF. You don't have to agree with me, but I'm glad I talked you into it. No, I love Jungle Boy. I just feel like MJ, you know, MJF is probably having the bag. Yeah. But I do love this Jungle Boy. This is a WWE man. It's a, who knows who could win. I love, I love Jungle Boy. It, it'd be a dope moment for him, especially, you know, after he's going through, he's going through with his father. Uh, rest in peace. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, either way, either one of I those. Put, I put MJF down because that's who you yeah, said. Yeah, that's fine. Either one. Either well, one here's the thing. Going. We don't know. Yeah, we don't it could know. go anyway. Like, you know Jimmy what I mean? Fuck we know. We, it could go anyway. For real, for real, Jimmy is probably the only one that probably people really don't know the most. Jimmy and Jungle those, Boy, probably. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy and Jungle Boy. No, Jungle Boy, probably, because people know Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. People over here know fucking Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy fucking yeah. Havoc. I know. I know how crazy that motherfucker is. People yeah. watch MLW. People go to those progress shows. Yeah. He's been working all a lot yeah, this in the is, U.S. this, is a this big, year. This is a big moment year. for, yeah, big moment for Jungle. But, you know, I know Jimmy I, was injured for a while, and I know mm-hmm. Jim Jungle was doing a lot of shit. He was getting a yeah. lot of steam being as though with Luchasaurus. I think those guys got a lot to prove, and I think they're going to prove it in this yeah. match. That's just dope. Let's go with another big-time matchup. Two fucking crazy people. John Moxley and Joey Janela in a non-sanctioned match. I want Joey to win, but I know I know he's not going to win. I'm going with Mox. Mox definitely wins. Rest Mox in peace, Joey. Mox not losing at all. Rest in peace, Joey, after this fight. I'm trying to kill him. This is good. This could be, like, brutal. Like, we, you saw Hangman and Joey at All In, so Man. I feel like it's going to be to the levels of that. Maybe a little bit more because we know how crazy Mox can get. Yeah. Adam Page is not exactly a deathmatch type wrestler. Uh, Mox used to be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Joey Janela is. So how the fuck? They're very hardcore matches. Like so huh? why would you sign up for shit like that? I was they watching. It, I was man. watching a documentary of Joey when he went off the top of the building through that shit. <laughs> Say he almost lost his thumb and yeah. all this other shit. It was like, fam, why? Why we both agree though? Like why? Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Mox. Mox for sure. He can't lose his first match, man. He he's not. And not he's Joey. not even losing. Joey's to gonna have his time. I feel he's like Joey's not even losing to Kenny. Joey's gonna be that guy for a while where he's just gonna get beat the fuck up, and people are gonna respect the shit out of him. He's gonna be like their mankind, their, their Mick Foley. 
Yeah. People just gotta respect the fuck out of him, no matter what he wins or doesn't win. You think you think uh, Kenny Same gotta lay Jimmy down? Too. You, you think Kenny gotta lay down again and take one for the team and lose the box? Take two L's back to back? I do actually. I think it's part of the storyline. Yeah. Because everyone expects Kenny, the hottest guy, to come in here and win everything. That's what they, everyone thinks. Oh, they're gonna make Kenny the world champion. No, they they have lose on first night. Oh, yeah. Mox came in. Well, Mox already won. Nope, they have him lose again. I think Kenny like it's wants that struggle story. Yeah. Because people make people are expecting them to put to well, you, push him. It's nothing to look forward to. When you do exactly. Yeah. What a great like. Come on, think about Cody up here, Mox up here, Paige up here, Jericho up here. They're all in the main event, and Kenny's just down here struggling, and he knows he's better than all of them, and but he can't beat them. <laughs> right. But he can't beat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's sitting there, he's like, I know I'm better than these guys. I can't. Like I gotta do something. And then he starts training and do stuff different. Like I feel like that would be a much better story than up. Oh, Kenny keeps winning all the time. Yeah. I feel like Cody. he knows that too. So I want I want Darby to beat Cody. Is that who you're picking? I'm gonna pick Darby. Fuck it. Even though I know Cody's winning, <laughs> I like Darby a lot. I just want to be different, so I'm gonna say Cody. You know Cody's winning. <laughs> Cody's not losing to Darby. He's gonna give Darby a good ass showcase, and then you know, pat again, him because back. Darby will get over by putting on a great fucking match with Cody, yeah. and then Cody has to ride kind of hot going into this tag match against exactly. the Lucha bro- or against the Young Bucks with his yeah. brother. Um, so I'm gonna pick Cody here. You're picking Darby. I think Darby. I've seen Darby have like he's fucking amazing. Dude, what, the match with him Darby and Mox was dope as fuck. I saw him. We were when we were at the Northeast Wrestling. Me, Pat, and Oscar. We saw it was Kenny versus Phoenix, and it was Penta versus Darby. It was fucking insane. Did you see? Um, and PCO almost killed himself that show too. Did you see Mox and and Darby? I wasn't at that show. I you got you got to check it. out. It's on YouTube. I, no. Yeah. He was. He I'll was check it out. I know people posted, it, but he was handcuffed yeah, was and tied, and he did a fucking suicide dive. Who Darby? With, yeah, with oh, his I hands believe tied. It. I believe it. Like what the fuck? And that uh, him and who the fuck was it? His tag team partner. Shit, I forget who it was. But at the Evolve show I went to, him and his tag team partner had a fucking classic match. Too. Yeah, I can't remember his fucking name. I'll remember it as soon as we get out. Then the main event. So the main event is going to be the Elite Kenny Omega. And the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, taking on the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, Animo, and Zero Miedo. And their tag team partner choosing Laredo Kid. How do you feel about this? It's going to be, wow, it's going to be crazy. But Laredo Kid, uh, who is right now the World Cruiserweight Champion AAA and the World Trios Champion AAA. Sorry. What For people f- who did not know, what the fuck is that outside? There's a dog or a kid. <laughs> either a dog or a kid. I don't know. But yeah, um, I'm gonna go with uh, the elite on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I too will be going with the elite. Kenny got to win something. <laughs> Kenny does need to win something. Yeah. So we're both agreeing. And the, on the Bucks elite. just lost the titles. Laredo kid, you know. The elite have worked together many times. Laredo Kid, Pentagon Jr., Phoenix. I don't know how many times they've worked together. So probably a lot, but for my argument's sake, I'm gonna say not that much. It's gonna be crazy. So I'm gonna go with the elite on this one. So we're we're divided on some of them here. So it'll come down to some of them. Yeah. I'll keep that one in the books because we're both closely paying attention to AEW. The next, um, you have anything else you wanna say about AEW? Um, they're fucking amazing. 173,000 people try to buy tickets from All Out. That's insane. I will be there, my friend. You would definitely be there. I will be in the building. I'm so for tell you, you firsthand, <laughs> it's nothing like you ever experienced before when uh, you go there. 
And we're going to re- I love revisit. Chicago because I've been. This will be my third year in a row, or three of the last four years I've gone to Chicago. So this will be my third out of the last four years. Atmosphere is different from anything you've ever been at. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I can't wait because the NXT Takeover Philly was like something I've never been to. WrestleMania this year was good. I'm just expecting a whole other fucking world, man. It's completely. I'm expecting different. A whole other world. Even when I will be down there. The numbers. I will be staying in Huffman, Hoffman Estates, yeah. wherever his place is. Like, I'm literally five minutes from the building, so if anyone wants to, like, hang out, come find me and Kiff. What's up? I'm going to tell you one more time. What? Even out of 137,000, a quarter of those people actually went to Mania. These are different Oh, people. I know. This shit is I fucking know, bro. It, it's I know. fucking insane. Like, I know. I get goosebumps thinking about Cody and Nick. Um when the bell rung and they had a standing ovation in that fucking building, um, it was it was something completely different. Even after the fact, how cool people were, it was an older crowd. It wasn't no kids like that. Yeah, that's why I'm like excited for it because it's for people that like appreciate like this us. shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it, it's, it's I can't insane. wait to fucking go, dude. Because yeah. like, so the story. Here's the story. You want to hear the story? You probably know the story. But. I know the story. Please. So tell. I was part of all that 100 whatever people. Like I'm on there. I'm on there 45 minutes before, and I'm already 13,000 in line. So mm. I'm at 13,000, thinking, oh, I'm I'm in a good spot. They hold 10. Like some people probably won't get the tickets they want. They want to get out. Little did I forget. Like oh, 5,000 people will probably get tickets because they're buying two. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm holding out hope though. I'm on my phone, my laptop. My girl's on her phone trying to get it. So. We're the queue's coming down and down and down. We're getting closer. Thirty minutes, twenty. We're twenty minutes away from getting it. Fifteen minutes away. We're about ten minutes away from being our number. Sorry, all tickets sold out. I'm like, fuck. Well, I guess I'm not going. Right. Yeah, little do I know. Four hundred dollars for you know. Little do I know. My fucking fiance. Shout out to her. Called her my girlfriend before. She's my fiance. Shout out to her. Goes behind my back. Buys tickets anyway. So ask Kif to go with me. So me and Kif will be there. Go. So the next day she did that shit. So she's the best. <laughs> she knew. She, she knew how t-shirt. fucking bad I wanted to. Is go. she responsible for that t-shirt? She's also, also responsible for this yeah, t-shirt. So. She's great. She never liked wrestling really before she met me. Um, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate got her into wrestling, and I was lucky enough to be able to repay her with meeting Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate last year when we wrestling went to Chicago. Couple. So amazing. you know, you, you know, know I love, you know I love my guys, the lads. Uh, you know, me yeah. too. Tyler winked at her, and she'll never let me forget that. Yeah. But nice nice lads, those guys are, especially Trent Seven. Great yeah, yeah, guy, yeah. Trent Seven. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, uh, so I'll be there unexpectedly. Didn't buy my, I went from being pissed I wasn't going to, holy shit, real, I cannot fucking wait. Real quick, how do you feel about the uh, – I, I don't know if you're watching or not, but you've seen um, uh, Pete and, uh, was going at it with uh, – you know Walter and his team yep. in, in, in um, Imperium. Imperium. Yeah, I've, I've actually that? recently been watching the last like three or four weeks. Yeah. I, you you feel like Walter's reign yeah. so far? I I really like it. He just put on a really good match with um, Travis Banks this yeah. past week, I believe. Right? Was yeah. it Travis Banks? Yeah, it was Travis. Um, I I like the way spoiler, they're going. Spoiler! If this is a spoiler. I'll give you five seconds to move forward. One, two, three, four, five. Pete Dunn is on NXT. Like, it's reported. I've seen it. Yeah. He's up there now, officially. And he's going to go after the North American title. I hope so. And I'm guessing SummerSlam weekend, that's that's where they're headed to that. I can't see it being no other different from that. Yeah. 
Welcome back. I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back from the yeah, spoilers. Yeah. But I've been watching UK and 205 a lot recently. Yeah. Because people complain. I watch everything, man. Don't think I, sh- I shit on WWE and don't like WWE. I watch it all. Yeah. I try anyway. Uh, I've been watching, like, the, the Super Junior tournament was fucking phenomenal. Some of my favorite matches, like. Let's get into that. The Super Junior we just had? Yeah. Oh, man. Shingo is amazing. Shingo, so right from night one, Shingo versus Show was in the main event was a great match. Um, Will was put on match to match like against ELP, against Bushi, uh, against Rocky Romero was awesome. Um, the final against Shingo, holy shit! Mm-hmm. Like then Dragon Lee, Dragon then beating Dragon Lee like three. What, three Can we talk about that later? spot? I mean, that that uh, suicide dive they caught the bullet. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that was Fucking crazy. Insane. But, like, it just goes to show you, like, like so many people in there, like, can put on great matches. Like, Taguchi is usually taken as, like, a funny guy, like, doing the hip checks and stuff like that. But when he gets in there, like, he's respected for a reason because he can fucking go. Like, him and Yo had a great match, um, which I think was, like, night two or three or four. I don't fucking know. It was early on in the tour. But, like, him and him and uh, Yo had a really good match. I'm trying to think of some of my favorite matches. Bandito and... Fuck. It's been like a month now. I wish we were yeah. we were doing a whole bunch of shit, so like yeah. we didn't have time. To... Let's 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 get into the, the G one. Some some predictions for, for that. All right, so let me break it down for you. So the G one climax will be getting started from Dallas, Texas, for the first time. It will be getting started from the United States of America on July sixth. Um, the A block is going to be Kazuchika Okada. Kota Ibushi, Will Ospreay, Evil, Sonata, Zack Sabre Jr., Bad Luck Fale, Lance Archer, Kenta, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. That's a hell of a block. But you know what else is a hell of a block? Block B. Juice Robinson, Tomohiro Ishii, Toru Yano, Goto, John Moxley, Taichi, Jay White, Naito, Jeff fucking Cobb, and Shingo Takagi. Mm. Stacked. These are pretty stacked. Like night one, like the night one from Dallas. If you want to just, should want to just break down those matches because this is going to be the A block. We will, you will get no John Moxley. Sorry, AEW not letting it happen, which is smart. Smart on their part. Um, I wouldn't either. So it will be Kazuchika Okada taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. You got the Ace taking on the Rainmaker. That's a hell of a night for show. To kick off with your main event, because that is a built-in storyline that you can just go with. That's a Cena Orton in WWE. You know what I mean? Yep. Cena CM Punk. Just throw it out there. Built in. I gotta I, at this point, I prefer to watch the commentary. Better, better wrestling though. I, would you prefer to watch the commentary in Japan or English? I like for I love Japan. When you watch when you watch New Japan, do you more so watch the English? I, I like English because I no, I can understand it, right, and right. I think Kevin Kelly does a really good job of like breaking down these guys and like yeah. what is actually going on in the ring. Like he does a good job of letting you know what's coming up for these guys and what they might be looking ahead of, like yeah. what they just came off of, like yeah, they definitely do what great. their story is, their accomplishments are, like, and they're not. He knows the moves, you know what I mean. Yeah. He knows all the moves, and no matter who he has with him, usually they can. Hold their own as well, whether it's Rocky Romero, it's Delirious, whoever the hell it is, you know. Yeah, I feel that it's just something about that that whole full Japan experience. When, when they were like, 
Milano. So that's not the only fucking awesome match we're gonna get tonight. We're gonna get Kota Ibushi versus Kenta. Kenta's first match. Wow. In New Japan. Wow. Who's your pick to win it all? Well, I want to break down once, each once, block. Once each block. So from the one from a block, it's tough. Because there's four guys I would pick out of there. I like to narrow it down between four guys and then pick between those four guys. So A block, it's Okada, Ibushi, Osprey. See, it's fucking tough. I would have to go Tanahashi, Osprey, Ibushi, and Okada. No, fuck, because I want to put Kenta in there too. But it's Kenta's. See how tough it is, bro? Just this block? Because I don't think Osprey's going to win it on his first try. Not in this stacked, stacked fucking thing we got. But I have to look at it this way. I think they might go Tanahashi, Mox, maybe. Or no, they're, they're going to go Tanahashi, Jericho, I think, for Wrestle Kingdom. So that's out for me. That's what I think. Um, Osprey, now that Kenta's there, I think they might go Kenta Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom. That's that's a match ready to happen. Do you agree? Yeah, that's crazy. So that, that's what I would say. There's been rumors it's going to be Okada, Mox, maybe, at Wrestle Kingdom. Which would I don't think Mox is going to win this tournament, which would mean Okada would have to win this tournament, maybe. But I'm going to go a different way here, and I'm going to pick Ibushi. I think Ibushi is my pick. Yes, I'm picking Ibushi. That's the thing here is there's so many different guys that have different story. Kenta, his first G1. Mox, his first G1. Takagi, who's been on a fucking roll. Uh, Juice has been on a roll. Kenta, like I said, we don't know what he to expect from him. Osprey's been on a roll. Tanahashi's been bothered by that elbow a lot in a lot of recent matches. Okada just came off a match against Jericho, which people were complaining wasn't his best match, so he's got something to prove. Ibushi, is he healthy after taking on Naito in that match that kind of beat up both of those guys? Naito, now the champion again. He he wants that other championship that has eluded him. He wants to face Okada and win. So, a lot of guys in there. <laughs> Jay White wants, wants to get Jay White, yeah. See, see what I'm talking about? Yeah. I just think that A block is stacked. Zack Sabre Jr., Kenta, Osprey, Tanahashi, Ibushi, Okada. And Evil and Sonata can't be taken lightly either. The only guy... All right, I'm making a prediction here. I think Lance Archer is going to get taken out and Suzuki will be placed in this. Because I want Suzuki... I feel like Suzuki wants to be in this really bad. Yeah. And everyone wants Suzuki to be in this really bad. Uh, I feel like the only guy that doesn't really fit in here, for me... Ichi makes sense. Tai Chi makes sense. Yano, Goto, Archer. It's Archer for me. I feel like Suzuki's going to take him out. And How is Suzuki not in this going? I don't know. He's kind of been bitching about it. He says they're running out of time, so we'll see. Who's in the Who's in the B? Who's going to win the whole thing? Is that what, what do you mean? Yeah, who do you think is going to? I'm I'm going to Bushi. Bushi. I gotta go Bushi. I'm gonna say Bushi wins Bushi. A block, and I'm gonna go. You know who I really want to win B block? Jeff Cobb. Yeah, did we did we go through the B block? Yeah, yeah. we did. Okay. It's Juice, Mox, Ishi, Goto, Takagi, Naito, Jay White, Mox, Ta- uh, Yano. I would love Jeff to win that. Cobb or Takagi are my picks, but I know they're gonna go with a guy higher up like Jay White, or Mox or Naito, something like that. Yeah, so it's tough. It's definitely tough. I'm it's really tough, it. and it will culminate. Um, the finals will be Monday, August twelfth. We'll have the A block winner taking on the B block winner. 
You got a lot of champions in this too. Okada, IWGP Heavyweight Champion, Osprey Junior Champion, and Ishii is the Never Openweight Champion. Uh, Mox is the U.S. Champion. So don't forget, if they get pinned, whoever pins them can have a shot at them later on. So this could also set up further my, matches. My final, my final question before we end this dope ass podcast. Wait, we gotta. I want to preview one more thing too. But yeah. Ask away. Um, do you think that the Junior um, Heavyweight Championship will ever headline Russell Kingdom? Some mm, I don't know. Yes. So I think well because they're gonna have two cool. nights, and I think it'll be the first night. <laughs> yeah, he's Will Ospreay. If, he, if that counts, because they're doing two nights, I think it could headline the first night. Right. Does that count as yeah, an answer? I guess so. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just think, what other match would you have? What other title would you have? Maybe as a main event of the first night, you know. Right. You need a, a match to draw everybody in. So I, I would say that if they're doing this two night thing, I would I would think maybe the junior, or maybe in a, a Jericho Tanahashi might main event that first night. Mm-hmm. Last thing from me. Ring of Honor Best in the World pay per view tonight, Baltimore, Maryland. Actually it's gonna start a few hours from now. Um are you gonna be watching? No. No? I know you've been off on I'll probably watch tomorrow before I head to the show tomorrow night. because uh, the Tapings will be in Philadelphia because trying to watch. There's been rumors that someone's going to join the. Uh, well, there is a fourth man joining the Villain Enterprises, so I'm in, I want to find out who it is. They do a lot of that stuff in Philadelphia, so that's why I feel like that's where Villain Enterprises was formed. So I feel like they might uh, let us know in Philadelphia who the fourth member is. Just saying. Just yeah, saying. trying to watch Ring of Honor to me right now is like trying to watch Raw or SmackDown. This is extremely hard for me to watch. T. I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, I'm invested in certain people. So, like, I really like, obviously, Villain Enterprises right now. I love them. But they put everything on YouTube now. I really like Kenny King right now. <laughs> I don't know if you followed any Kenny King shit with Jay Lethal, but he's always comment- being on commentary for Jay's matches. Like, I've seen that blind, before. Like, it was funny. He's blind yeah, from yeah, what yeah, Jay was, did to him. So, um, it's pretty funny. Is Matt still final- champion? Who? Matt Taven? Yes, he's going to be taking on Jeff Cobb tonight. Oh, okay. That's why I'm... The, mat, the the matchups are exciting tonight. Like, there could be championship changes that could lead to really good things. That's why... Like, if I tell you who the two championships are facing... Like, Matt Taven's taking on Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb wins. I really like the way Ring of Honor's going to go. Because we like both have agreed that he is a future world champion. He I like just Jeff lost, Cobb. I like Roosh. Yeah. So, Shane Taylor is taking on Bandito in a world television championship match. So like Bandito, Bandito could win the TV championship. If those right, two guys me on, me if it. those two guys win, Ring of Honor could be flip flop right back into a great yeah, you're spot. Selling, you're selling me on it. Like we said, I think that at, they lost a lot of people at the MSG show with their booking of certain matches. That's how I felt. I don't think that any of these guys have been the problem. I think it's the way they book certain things because Roosh has been fucking hot and he's going to be taking on Flip Gordon and that match I think is the pre-show that they're going to be uh, streaming live on Facebook and stuff. So that match is going to be something because they're promoting the hell out of it and they're trying to get people back involved. I think this show is going to be that catapult to them because they see what NXT UK is doing. They see what New Japan's doing. They see what NXT's doing, AEW. They can't fall away and not put up a fucking fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, tonight's the night. You start off with a killer match with Flip Gordon and Roosh. 
like you have Bandito and Jeff Cobb, two of the best wrestlers and two of their best guys they have, win their championships. You have Villain Enterprises come out with the fourth member. They're taking on Lifeblood and PJ Black, so that's going to be a really good match. Nick Aldis was supposed to team with Colt Cabana, so that's another thing. Colt Cabana and Nick Aldis were supposed to take on the Briscoe brothers. Who do you think will replace Colt Cabana? I'm going to say Willie Mack. I don't know. I like Willie Mack. I like Willie Mack. Jay Lethal versus Kenny King. The only match I'm not, I don't really like the allure. If they had the beautiful people, Mandy Leon, don't really like them. Um, but I hope Kelly, I like Kelly Klein. Dragon Lee and Dalton Castle should be all right. Silas Young versus Jonathan Gresham in a pure rules match, which I'm not too sure what that is, but it'll be interesting. All right. Have I sold you? You sold me. Okay. You getting a check for Ring of Honors? I am not getting a check from any of these people. <laughs> I hate WWE because I talked about Ring of Honor and brought them up tonight. Uh, uh, I hate them all. I hate uh, AEW too because I brought them up. Uh, I love wrestling, people. That's why I'm excited. I'm talking about it. I know there's Sixers. Ring of Honor fans that hate that people don't talk about Ring of Honor. So And go Sixers. I said it before. Go Sixers all the time. But one more thing. So TV yeah. tapings tomorrow night, Saturday night, the 29th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I will be there if you guys want to come out and have a good time with us. Uh, the Briscoe Brothers is the match I'm looking for. The Briscoes are taking on the other brothers of Roosh and Dragon Lee. So brothers versus brothers. Flip Gordon's going to be taking on Marty Skrull, apparently, which should be a good match as always. Uh, Dalton Castle versus Jeff Cobb versus John Gresham versus Kenny King in a four-corner survival match. Silas Young versus Josh Woods. Rhett Titus versus Shane Taylor. And Coast to Coast will also be wrestling. And a women's match between Angelina Love, Jenny Rose, Tasha Steeles, and Stella Gray. So I'm excited for that. The winner of that gets a number one contender shot at the Women of Honor World Championship. And I'm hoping we get a killer fourth man um, from Villain Enterprises. I'm picking Mark Haskins to be the fourth man. You see on YouTube when he was like, what the, when he tried to get Joey Janela and he's like, well, what the fuck is AEW? <laughs> yeah. It's too funny, man. So I put up, if you guys haven't checked it out on YouTube a couple weeks ago, I put the top 10 people to join Villain Enterprises. So I'm interested to see if any of my picks are in there. I had Vinny... I'm thinking Mark Haskins was on my list, as was Vinny Marsalia. So, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. That right there is a fucking wrestling show. You're welcome. Anyway, um, that's it. Watch all this shit that's going on this weekend. Have fun, guys. Go Sixers. 